While Jeff went downstairs again for the rest of the luggage, Julie opened doors and windows. She had been gone a month, a month in Paris, but the feeling when she opened the folding doors to the living room was of a room closed up for years. And in a way, it had been. With her husband away so much of the time, she rarely entered it, never sat in it when she was alone, and always hurried the cleaning of it. It was a Henry James kind of room, full of Victorian furniture, valuable bric-a-brac, and presences. The objet d'art suggested a collector who was at home abroad. And that was Jeff, a New York newspaper columnist with carte blanche to the world. Julie opened the inside shutters letting in the sunlight, and turned then as though drawn by an evil spirit to the one thing she truly hated in the room, the painting of Jeff over the mantel. It was the artistry of his first wife, Felicia, a tricky piece of work which Julie had once compared in her own mind to the crabbed judgment card in her tarot deck. Wherever you went in the room, Jeff's eyes pursued you. Only they weren't Jeff's eyes. They were Felicia's Jeff's eyes. The man himself came in, sniffed the dry muskiness, and took a long homecoming look around him. The smell, Julie thought, suggested elegant old ladies in taffeta shaking out lace handkerchiefs. What it was, actually, was the moth repellent exhaled by the vacuum cleaner. Don't you use this room when I'm not here, Julie? Not much. Why not, for heaven's sake? Ghosts, Julie said, not altogether flippant. Jeff looked at her, an eyebrow raised. I'm kidding. No, I'm not. Jeff, are you passionate about Felicia's portrait of you? He looked at it from across the room as though he had forgotten it was there. Having at long last brought up the subject, she plunged ahead. It's spooky. It isn't you, really. Those eyes are nasty. You know what it's like? It's as though she wanted to paint a judge and used you for a model. Jeff grinned. That's very funny. Her father was a judge. Oh, boy. He flinched. I wish you'd stop saying that. I'll try. I will try. He came and stood beneath the portrait and looked up at it. You're better looking than that, Julie said. I'd have to agree with you, he said dryly. It was his distinguished air that Felicia had tried to catch, He had a strong face with wise, dark eyes, and the tough mouth of someone who had to be shown. There were little pouches under his eyes that Felicia had overlooked, or maybe they weren't there in her day. His hair was starting to gray now, at forty. He was a head taller than Julie, just under six feet, slight but muscular, and fifteen years older, which sometimes seemed a lot. He took the picture from the wall, and Julie thought of her psychotherapist and all the time they had spent on the subject of that painting, until the doctor had finally said, Couldn't you simply ask him to remove it? The mountain had turned out to be a molehill after all. Jeff said, We can take it up to the attic when we take the luggage and hide it there. Why don't we pack it up and send it to Felicia? He made a face of mock reproof. Felicia had recently remarried. The question is, what do we do for a replacement?
The outline of where the painting had hung was plainly visible. Julie almost said, move, but she didn't. We ought to look at pictures, Jeff said. That's something we do nicely together. Which confirmed her suspicion that he had been sorting out the days and nights ahead. His, hers, and theirs, now that he was to make New York his headquarters for a while. I wish I'd said something in Paris. We'll find something. I shouldn't want a reproduction. I'm sure you wouldn't either.